ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Filled with wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's bring on the tag team of Joe DeFalco and your host, Mark Hoke. And we are back for our number two. It's the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment in Las Vegas. Well, and pretty much everywhere because, you know, guys, we're just that darn good. Yeah, you know, exactly. That's how it is. I agree. I agree, man. man and, of course, we have the David Difference, which oh. is making all the difference right, on right. this morning's show. Yeah, I think ratings just went up. Oh, for yes. sure. For sure. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. I'll, I'll take a point five extra any time, buddy. There you go. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. <laughs> I'm Mark Hoke. Brian Ronovich from LasVegasWrestlingScene.com, who covers all of Las Vegas, Arizona, you know, wherever and wherever he feels like sending everybody. Exactly. You wherever. Know, just, wherever we need to go. Great, but great coverage of the independent scene here on the West Coast. And the David Difference from Future Stars of Wrestling, one of their great behind the scenes guys. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, and if you you want to sponsor the Mark Oak show and Future Stars of Wrestling, you know, there's, there's a couple guys right here that would love to talk to you. Yeah, yeah, definitely tap in. We're working on some new sponsorship packages. Uh, Mark Hulk show is going to be a big part of that, and we're excited about that. We're just taking it to another level this year, man. That's what you got to do. That's what you have to do. Yeah. Nope. How, how have you felt about those shows so far that you've been doing, the pre-shows and stuff? Um, it's, it's always fun. Like, for me, I'm still a kid with it, you know, right. so doing that. But then also painting the picture of what's to come. Like, you know, from a business aspect, is you know, get people's mm-hmm. uh, palettes wet and ready for the show at hand. But I'd say anything, like, production-wise that I'm involved in, it's just the kid going to work. Oh, yeah, I understand. <laughs> you know, I understand. Yeah. Definitely, yeah, love it. And I think that Joe is great of – Joe is hard to sell because Joe's a no guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. I got an idea. No, 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 no. not going to work. But then sometimes you just got to show, yeah, it does work. And then, yeah, whatever. I knew it would work. Yeah. You he know? wants to see proof of concept. Right, right, right. So, um, you know, the, the, the freedom of it to be able to get up there and, like, he trusts you to go in. Like, he sees you do it once. I remember I was looking for feedback when we used to do, uh, when I was a real estate sponsor. And feedback. And he, eh. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> like that. Okay, you're not directing this segment, so he just gives you that free flow to go. And you know, some people got it, some people don't. But uh, just being a part of that whole organization is a beautiful thing. Shout out to Rocky T too. Oh yeah, don't yeah. you know my guy? Oh there. yeah, you know he, he's doing a hell of a job, and uh, you know just the connections that have been built over there over the years. Like I said, we're not fans; it's a fam. Everybody goes there, yeah. you know, it's just, it's all love. And like, even meeting you today, like I see you yeah, there for sure all the time. At, at all the shows. Yeah. We never spoke. We're like, Hey, what's mm-hmm. up? But, um, it's just instant connection. Like, you know, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Man. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. And of course, FSW has got a massive card coming up on Sunday, March 26th, 5 PM the at the silver nugget Mecca nine. And we have Chris Bay. Taking on what, what's he calling himself now? Johnny Mecca. He's calling himself Johnny Mecca. Of Johnny Mecca, yes, sir. For those that don't know, of course, John Morrison, who wherever he goes changes his last name. But so it will be Chris Bay, the one half of the Impact World Tag Team Champions. 
the Mecca Champion. Grand Champion. Oh, excuse me, Mecca Grand Champion. Champion. That's me. one of the nicest belts it I've is. ever seen. It's yeah, a beautiful yeah, belt. It, it really yeah, is. It's gorgeous. It is gorgeous. So we'll, so we'll see if Johnny Mecca can put another belt around his waist, along with all the great superstars of FSW and everywhere else. So make sure you get your tickets now. They're on sale. Just yeah. go to FSW yeah. Vegas. Silver Nugget. Yep. And, uh, and also, by the way, speaking of getting tickets, don't forget, Double or Nothing, AEW, the, of course, we broke the news on the show because I'm a master interviewer. Yes, you are. <laughs> Thank you, by the way. I'm that darned good at my job. But officially now, Double or Nothing is coming to Las Vegas T-Mobile Center. Uh, so you definitely want to get your tickets. Uh, they are on sale starting, I uh, believe. Friday. Friday. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, so get ready. A-E-W-T-I-X dot com. Yeah, and I'm just, the only thing that I'm freaking out about right now is I'm waiting for the media credential to pop up because it lists all the dates, but they haven't put double or nothing on there. I'm like, oh, should I buy tickets just in case? Well, just reach out to your friend Tony yeah. and say, hey, man, you know, we had you on the show. Throw me a bone. Yeah, oh, I'm sure I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will, but <laughs> I just got to play it safe. You know, because I'm sure, oh, yeah. because I'm sure the media credentials are going to go out fast. So, yeah. but don't it, assume tickets. I've learned that. Yeah. So it's going to be an awesome time in Las Vegas, and I'm sure everybody's going to have some great events going on around that. And you know, we'll have some fun. Going to be who? Plus WrestleMania is coming up, guys. Oh, wait, WrestleMania. Oh, oh, the, oh yeah, the big one. Oh, oh yeah. this is going to be something else too. The end of the season. As we, <laughs> yeah, yeah, WrestleMania season, man. It's always yep. it, it's always a magical time, right? Is, I mean, yeah. I, I don't like when I was a kid. It was a whole uh, different feel, but even now, like as we build up to it, maybe the, the same excitement isn't there. But I've found in the last couple of years, especially once I'm watching the show, like oh, yeah. I'm just captivated, and I'm like, I'm a fan again. I'm oh a huge yeah, fan I totally agree. Mania is always a great time. It's a great season. I'm I'm excited for Roman and and Cody a different main event with well roman's in it but it's a different match it's (laughs) a different match which is nice um so from that standpoint i'm looking forward to it because i think both of those guys will deliver uh so and and la it'll be cool you know the sofi center you're going right mark i am going okay and uh so i'll be down there saturday and sunday for sure uh maybe more depending once we get told what we're to be able to do down there because I know you have the media day and all sorts of crazy stuff going on. But but by the way, by the way, guys, have you ever looked at a actual schedule for all the wrestling events that go on around a WrestleMania? Um, I, yeah. I got when they were in Florida, like we had tinkered with going out there. So I yeah, we were like, there's just way too much <laughs> to get out there unless you partner with somebody because yeah. everybody's doing something. Oh yeah, it is insane. Mm. I wouldn't even know where to start if I was just going down there to go down there. You could you could literally be watching wrestling twenty four hours a day. Oh, definitely. I mean, they're yeah. doing shows at midnight and stuff like well, that. It's if, nuts. If if you are going down there and you want to know what indie shows are running, if you go on indie i n d y dependent dot com, they have all the SoCal shows. So they have all the shows that are currently booked over WrestleMania weekend. We had there were sixteen last year during Double or Nothing weekend. Right. So that doesn't, and I think there were like ten or twelve when SummerSlam was here. So I. I can just imagine what mania is like. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to find the page where that I found on it. Uh, give me one second. I know it's here because that's WrestleCon. WrestleCon is pretty amazing. Everybody and their grandmother is going to be at WrestleCon. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh. You don't want to miss that. You don't want to miss that. Yeah. yeah, here it is. I found it on VoicesOfWrestling.com. Oh yeah, yeah. 
I know those guys. I. It's page after page after page after page. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's, a lot of shows. It's unreal, but Ring of Honor is going to be down there too. So on Friday night, uh, they have the Supercard of Honor. So I'm, if I go down, that's probably going to be my Friday night there you go. excursion. So that'll, that'll, be be a, that'll be a lot of fun. But uh, just take a look at where we're at for WrestleMania right now, guys. Uh, decent, pretty decent card to say the least. And uh, if I get the right window up here, there we go. So right now, here's where it stands. We've got Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes yep. uh, for the uh, undisputed WWE Universal Championship, and I pray to God that they split these titles someday. Yeah. I'm tired. That's It's too long. That's just too long to say, and I'm sick of it. Too many U's. Uh, Charlotte Flair defending the SmackDown Women's title against uh, Rhea Ripley. Bianca Belair is defending the Raw Women's title against Asuka. Brock Lesnar. Mm. You were dreading this. <laughs> yeah. You were dreading this, Mark. Taking on Omos. Oh, that's... Uh. Uh. Gunther, still not decided. It is still TBD. We had a five-way match on SmackDown on Friday night right. that ended in a simultaneous pin. That's right. Drew McIntyre and Sheamus got simultaneous pinfall victories. So now apparently they will be meeting on SmackDown this week to see who gets the right to take on Gunther. Okay, so they're not turning it into a triple threat. Then. I, I'm seeing the well, triple threat might. coming. Yeah, I think the triple threat's coming. Okay. You know, but but I wanted to ask you guys about that that real quick because, you know, we've seen matches before where, like, submissions have hit at the same time. And double pinfalls are not the easiest to pull off. No. But I got to say, the two referees that were in that match, they nailed it at the exact same time. Wow. That's good. Definitely. That was that's not easy. That was tough. And 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 David, I wanted to ask you about this because you're in production. Yes, sir. So you're obviously speaking to the referees as the match is going on. Are you? I don't know. Well, oh, okay, go ahead. Well, you might be. <laughs> Maybe they're wearing an earpiece for some reason, so somebody <laughs> might be saying something to them at some point. Right. So you're trying to hit a spot like that with two officials. Counting a pinfall at the same time, I mean, and and how how do you do that? Right. Well, it's definitely difficult to pull off. But then you just got to look at cadence, you know, as far as marks and, um, you know, I mean, yeah, that count is. I mean, as we've seen throughout history, like a lot of times it doesn't make sense. So I'd say it's a rare thing. You know, you got to be very good at it. And I, I think timing is just everything. But actually, in the earpiece, they're all listening to the Mark Hulk show. At, uh, oh, exactly. Yeah, that's, exactly. There's yeah. no other directions. There's a lot of episodes to catch up on, so <laughs> you just keep it running on repeat. Right, right, right. But well, yeah, definitely timing. Definitely timing there. Yeah, I mean, the, one of the one of the other spots that I remember when I saw that, I thought about the Hogan Orndorff mm. steel cage way back uh, when. Oh yeah. If you remember that yes, when they yes. when they both drop it out of the cage uh-huh. at the same time. Didn't that, a, didn't it, a rumble end like that too with two guys dropping? Uh, wasn't there a Cena when one? Cena and Batista, Batista screwed Batista, up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When uh, Vince uh, tore his uh, what ACLs or that quads. was quads. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was that was yeah. the worst ending. To I mean, you know, I guess it it worked out, but it was the worst from a production standpoint. Right. You have you're supposed to get a winner, and both guys fall over the top rope. Right. So you got problem number one. Problem number two. Vinnie Mac is exploding. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure, I mean, I couldn't even imagine what words were coming out of his mouth. And if, if you don't know what happened in the end of the Rumble, then Vince came out because they had to do something to salvage this. 
Vince comes out and not only blows out one of his quadricep muscles, he blows them both out and is in the ring on his knees giving directions to everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was really I mean, unbelievable when you see it. Just just a disaster. So if you've never seen that, the end of that Royal Rumble, it was, it was rough. It yeah, yeah. Rough. I think if you're watching it as a viewer, you just see another show. But it's stories like that that, oh, like, yeah. as a fan, it's like that's what we love about it. It's like the behind the scenes, what really happened there. You know, if you're just a average average fan, then it's like, oh, okay, that wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah, Vince but. isn't supposed to charge the ring and sit down. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> but love he, it. but they, they all sold it so well. Like they, I would, I would, I'm curious that they look back on that particular spot, even though it fell apart. As something that they go, you know what? That ended up working as well as we possibly right. could have gotten it to work in a terrible situation on live television. Yeah, other than Vince tearing down his no, two, no, the two I, biggest muscles in your body. No, no, <laughs> I'm not talking about <laughs> Vince physically. General, I'm just yeah. saying from a from a TV perspective, from a show perspective. Yeah, because it actually didn't come off that bad. Right? Did you guys? I mean, I, I remember watching it. I didn't think, oh, he. No, that's what I'm like. What's going on? Yeah, exactly, exactly, and that's the way it should have worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, good stuff, man. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. So, so we had another simultaneous there. So we'll we'll see who's going to get Gunther, Uh, Austin Theory, John Cena. If you didn't see the promo, kids, uh, Johnny took Austin down a peg or two. Or yes, sir. Here's a way of doing that. You know, kind of. It it reminded me of the promo that he did with Roman Reigns when Reigns was starting his ascent to the top. And John kind of shut him down a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Austin Theory got the same uh, the same kid glove treatment on that one. Ouch, he got spanked. Well, I think what you've learned too now is you know if you're going to go in with John Cena, you know he's just going to come at you. He's not going to give you anything. No, you know and that's what they used to say about Stone Cold in the ring. Like he isn't going to give you. He wouldn't give you anything. You had to take it. Right. And I think that's the same way with Cena. If if you want to, you want something, you got to go get it. He isn't going to help you. Well, that's the thing. Not like, in a negative way either. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. he's helping you. Yeah, he was taking him to school. 100%. And that's the thing is like, you know, you got to be around that top competition. Oh, yeah. You know, they're just going to make you better. But sometimes it's not comfortable. Growth exactly. is not comfortable. So you got to be around somebody that's better than you if you want to exceed and reach that level. Yep. So I think I, I think it's a great story. Like when you look at the independent footage of him and, you know, the scene, oh, yeah. the, the scene of story as a fan. Um, you know, it all comes to fruition here at WrestleMania. And I, I like seeing Cena getting that match a year, that WrestleMania match. Like he's, you know, you have guys in companies that, you know, Undertaker was a, a title match, even though it wasn't a title match with Undertaker. Right. You know, event, be, red, wrestling that guy or oh, is like wrestling for a belt. Yeah. And getting the Cena match now is, is huge. Yeah, so we'll see how Austin Theory does. Actually, you know, I, I thought he handled it pretty well. I mean, Roman cracked. We all remember that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Roman couldn't speak and screwed up his promo, and John tore him to shreds. But, <laughs> well, but Austin Austin held in there. Well, I, he didn't seem to hit the rock, remember, with the writing on yeah, the wrist right, when he right, called right, him right. out for that, and that wasn't expected. So. Yeah, well, they, they didn't like each other very much. Though. No, they did not. <laughs> but it made it better match. It did. Uh, the, you could just feel that they just – there were there was a little detestability, mm-hmm. just a tad. Oh yeah, they got A and E. All the biographies are jumping off as of oh, late. Like they, okay. like and if you had the network, you'd seen the rivalries, but they go a little deeper, like behind the scenes oh, stuff. Gotcha. So they, okay. a lot of good documentaries coming out. Okay, on yeah. WWE, but yeah, that's, that one specifically. Oh, they did one on Cena. Yeah, Cena oh, and The wow. Rock. Oh, the, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. 
Yeah, they just did uh, Hogan and Andre too. Yeah, that, and you think you've seen, that seen it all, but yeah, oh. they, there's a lot more footage in there and a lot more behind the scenes. Oh, nice! Of these new documentaries, so nice. yeah, some pretty cool stuff. And then the last match that's uh, up for WrestleMania right now, and I don't know how to feel about this: Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky Lynch. And of course, we didn't. I don't know if we mentioned it, but Lita and Becky won the women's tag team titles last week. Uh, well, a week and a half, two weeks ago. So they are now the tag team champions. They're going to take on Damage Control, Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. I don't know. Lita looked a little, eh, a little rusty. She did. She did. Not sure. Not sure how. We'll see how Trish is. But Trish definitely looks peppy enough. Well, she can run. I mean, she ran to the ring, chased Bailey around. You know, like we know. I thought they were going to do Trish versus Bailey. Like I thought maybe that was where they were going to go. Yeah, those me too. two kind of mixed it up. And I thought, okay, that'd be a good match, you know, because even if Trish isn't all the way there, ba- Bailey's fine on her own. You know, she can make that work good. I thought that would be cool, but because I'd like to see him do more of those mad types of matches in the women's. We see him do it with the men all the time, right. but we don't have those kind of. And I think, you know, maybe Trish or Lita could be that person from time to time, you know? Well, you know, Trish is a fitness expert. I mean, oh, she's, she looked you know, great. So she's always in fantastic shape. Yeah. So her coming back to the ring to me is, you know, she's going to be fine. You know, yeah. Lita, I, you know, I remember when Lita was back at Crown Jewel and she looked, and she did a pretty decent job, you know, but you can tell that she hasn't kept herself in shape like Trish did. Right, right, right. Not right. even close. But Definitely. yeah, but I mean, are you guys excited about that match? Um, I th- n- no. I would have rather <laughs> seen Bailey. I would have rather seen Bailey versus Trish. Yeah, yeah. It's stuff that, like you know, WrestleMania is always a spectacle, and they try to get fit as much in as possible. So I think in that regards of a WrestleMania style match, uh, it fits in there. But as far as like a match we want to see, they'll probably put it on you know regular pay per view or what is it? Uh, premium live. Event? Yeah, premium the pre- live. Whatever event. The pre- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think I, and they they don't have it on here, but I believe Seth Rollins and. Uh, yeah, there it is. Uh, Seth Rollins and Logan Paul is also official as well, so we'll get that media circus. That should be good, though. I think it's going to be fun. I think that'll be a really good match. Yeah, yeah. Seth is, is fantastic, and Logan, Logan Paul has kind of blown me away at how good he was. Yeah, he stuffed it out. You could tell when, uh, you know, I was watching one of those documentaries as well, and they talked about how, you know, obviously he's impressing everybody, but sure. they say he took. 60 days working with Shawn Michaels to put together one match. What do you expect? You know, right. like a lot of people oh, jump <laughs> jump in and they're like, you know, brand new to it. But if you just focus in on one match with the greatest of all time, you know, but he's definitely impressive, not taking anything away. I think that that's going to be a hell of a match. Yep. So, of course, there's more to come on WrestleMania. A lot more matches, I would imagine, coming over the next couple of weeks. So we'll be keeping an eye on that because – I have a feeling uh, there's going to be some oosiness going on. Oos. Some some serious oosiness because we had a big happening there. And uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Edge's interview and the dreaded NXT great maneuver, the man boob attack. Oh. <sighs> Ouch. You can't wait to talk about that. <laughs> I, could, I could wait all day, but I, but I have to. I have to. So stick around, guys. Brian Ronovich. The David Difference. I'm Mark Hoke. Thanks for being with us here on the Mark Hoke Show on KDWN. We'll be right back. One oh one five FM K Don. 
This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. Yeah, let's keep it rolling here on Cape Dawn, 101.5 FM. The Mark Hoke Show, the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. Easy for me to say, apparently. Not so much. <laughs> Brian Ronovich, the David Difference from Future Stars of Wrestling. Of course, Brian from Las Vegas Wrestling Scene. Dot com sitting in. And by the way, guys, you know, we were mentioned WrestleMania. And if you want to bet on WrestleMania, the odds are up on the big board on betonline.ag. So do you, you we go over these odds a lot. Do you actually place some money on these? I no comment. <laughs> okay. No comment. I, that's but, such a strange thing to me to bet on wrestling. I, well, I don't know why, but it, it just is to me. Well, well tell, tell me tell me this real quick because yeah. I, I I recently read an article where they're pushing to have it legal to bet on wrestling. I, I think it's a WWE thing. So what's the difference between what you're promoting over here to um, actually solidifying it? It's just on a overseas site. That's it. Oh, okay, okay. But in the U.S., we ain't having that. No, we can bet it. Oh. So what, so, looks, know. Though, right? so what are they pushing for? Because I heard that they're trying to... Like- so, well, actually, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I do have that article in front of me All since right. you asked, asked David Difference. Uh, <laughs> they're looking to see it comes to gambling. Emerge this week. The company is in talk with state regulators in Colorado and Michigan to legalize betting on WWE matches. Uh, they've also already registered with the Indiana Gaming Commission uh let's see last time colorado had a go around on this they said no but they have hired ernst and young to secure results and convince regulators there's no chance of matches match results leaking to the public um and uh, let's see anything else here i think that's impossible i totally agree (laughs) impossible i just know just know um you know there's a lot of stuff just laying around people it's impossible. I don't. I don't even understand how they could do it. Why they would do it overseas or who would buy in? I mean, I can understand from a fan point. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah. Like, but it's, it's low to regulate level. it. Come on, yeah. But but the overseas you know, on BetOnline.ag, it's low level. You don't have to bet on it. But they but they have all sorts of other sports and everything else you can bet on too. So all you got to do is go to MarkHokeShow.com, click on one of the banners on there. You can't miss it. Trust me, I made them really really big. <laughs> all right click on that click on there and when you sign up put in the code bol1000 that's bol1000 right and you're going to get a 50 percent matching bonus up to one thousand nice. dollars oh wow nice. oh wow so that's real good so i am handing you up to five hundred dollars just wow. for just for being such a sweetheart what can i say I'll, I'll, so so check it out i'm placing my bet today there you go there <laughs> today. you go Bet on Cody. <laughs> uh, let's see. I, you know, I had the odds here real quick. I, I guess I could mention that real fast if you're curious. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Cody is the favorite. Minus 500 Rowan Reigns is a plus three. Hmm. The the biggest disparity right now, and I'm curious about this one, Brock Lesnar is minus 1,800. Mm. Omos is plus 600. Somehow I smell money on that. Yeah, that's that's definitely worth 20. Yeah, betting twenty. It could be, absolutely. I so say, I, I say, bet the farm on it, man. Take right, him out. right, right, <laughs> yeah, right. Let's go. <laughs> he's got. Plus six hundred is that's a pretty. Uh, that's pretty stiff. He's he's got a mortgage. The FSW training center. <laughs> right, Joe. Right. The doors oh. are locked. Yeah, 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 I bet on Omos. Yeah. No. Oh, he, oh, you'd be dead, man. 
my my new motto is what's the best that can happen. So <laughs> we'll just run with that. There you go. Fair enough. Uh, now we did see another twist in the Uso Sami Zayn situation. Jay looked like he was going to turn on Jimmy. Went out, gave Sammy the big hug, and then gave him the big boot to the face. A massive super kick. And then said, well, I got to stick with it. They're my family. Even though you kind of tell he's doing the whole I'm torn act. Guys, what what's going to happen at WrestleMania with these guys? Does does Jim, does Jim Jay make the turn on day on night two? I, I, I say if... If he does, and yeah, it's going to have to be at Mania, right? Obviously, the build up to it, but that, that family has such a legacy, yeah, right. I mean, just to even do it as a storyline, I don't know how you go forward after that. That's what I'm looking at after that. Like, it would be a cool moment, but afterwards, how do, like the Usos? Those are my guys, you know, uh, the, the 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 bloodline. So how how do you separate that? I don't know. I mean, I, it's probably good for the industry, but. Where do you go from that? Yeah, it's. I think it's you know one of those like a match. Okay, cool, be a match to see. But I I agree with you. Like that to me is really tough because they built so much into this with the bloodline, and so obviously you have to go somewhere with it afterwards. Even if you cool everything off for a little, right. um, I I really hope that's not what happens. I hope that's just the build into the story, and they don't break them off into a match. I I don't really want to see those two or solo. Have some, you know, I don't want to see a triple threat with the brothers. Like, I, I right. really just don't. I think some things you just keep together. Yeah, I don't see a future in that. Okay, fair enough. Well, we'll find out in about three weeks. We shall. Yeah. yeah. But, but certainly it's one of the best stories. Oh, that, definitely. That we've definitely. seen in a very, very long time in WWE. And, you know, part of the reason that I mentioned that was there was a very interesting interview that Edge did on with the, uh, with Corey Graves on his podcast. And and I want to read a, a piece of this to you guys and get your thoughts about what he said. And the headline on the on this story that I picked up on WrestleZone, Edge, all the wrestling moves in the world, they don't make money. And here's I mean, here's a couple pieces that you know it's the it's the person doing the move that can make the money that can elicit the reaction. If you got somebody who's over, they can do a big boot and a leg drop, and the place is going to go nuts. You can do a shooting star press. If they don't know what this is, they're not going to care, or they'll care for a second, but then what's next? And he said, "I and more than anything now, I think Edge and Adam aren't that far apart. I think a lot of what you see out there is Adam. It's just kind of unfiltered. Um, and I'll just bear down with it because I know there was another, another line to this that I had. But his his – his essence of what he said was it's the story. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not, you build a character. Yes. But what really takes it to the next level is the story. And, and I'm curious to get you guys thoughts about that. What's more important, the personality or the story that comes with the personality? Um, you know, I definitely think it's a combination, right? I mean, there's so, you know, we get caught up watching, and we're, like we talked about earlier, there's so many shows, right? And if it's just match after match after match, what's invested in this? You know, why am I invested in this? And, you know, what's the build up? Like, it's got to be that emotional attachment, right? So being able to tell that story and uh, through your character, it's got to be somebody we care about or somebody we extremely hate, you know? And if you're just good at, you know, doing what you do in the ring, 
Yeah, we respect you, but as far as watching the story, we watch it for the entertainment aspect, you know, a lot of points. And um, if you don't have that story, you don't have a strong character, you're not going to get me invested. You know, like the bloodline, I'm invested because <laughs> they're, they're telling a great story right now, and I think everybody is. So, you know, I think it's huge. Yeah, I think um, I, I think the strength of the character makes the storyline in a lot of ways because if you have people that – one, you get the commitment from, you know, you can put two two against each other at WrestleMania, but you have to, both of them have to be into it. Both of them have to be willing to put the other one over to make, to sell the other, to sell to the other one to put the story over. And and that's really, I think, if, is you have to have a commitment to that story because the story is definitely what makes it interesting. The Cody Roman match that I've mentioned 10 times. The, the story is unique that Cody with his dad and now they threw in the Roman no dusty too. And that made the story even right. better because you had two great characters who are invested in the story and making the story better. Yeah. And I, I think that the, you know, I, I've never been in a wrestling ring, so I can't, can't say from that perspective, I can say it from a fan's perspective right? is when you, you, you know, you learn what you're doing in the ring, you know, and you, and you could, you, you be as solid as you can be, but if if you you start with that character, and once you've got that built, then you can really dive into a great storyline and take it from there. But you know, I, I think the character is the foundation first. But you know, but we have seen in, in the past where guys that nobody cared about, you know, were able to get into a good story and and emerge. You know, and, and this whole thing with Sami Zayn has been fascinating because it's not that people didn't like Sami Zayn or right. weren't invested in Sami. He's been around for a long time. But who would have thought, uh, you know, a couple of years ago that Sami Zayn, or last year, that Sami Zayn was going to be involved with the bloodline and have Montreal going absolutely insane last month? Oh, yeah. I that, mean, yeah, I mean, Sammy, and people hated Sami's. You know the the revolutionary character. They hated that, you know. So all of a sudden he says, "I'm you know I want to hang out with you guys." And they're like, "What? He's going to get clobbered in three weeks." Right. right but right. but they managed to do something special with that, and Sammy developed a, a new character with that storyline too. It's one of the most interesting evolutions that I've ever seen in professional wrestling. What what Sammy and the you know the guys in the Bloodline all managed to put together with this. Because it's so unique, it just you know went from hanger on to family destroyer. Well, I think I think Sam, I think Sammy showed that he had this in him. To be honest, back when he did the original heel turn a few years ago and joined with Kevin Owens, because that one kind of came out of nowhere. Remember, he helped Kevin win against Shane McMahon, and it was like because Sammy's baby face was really kind of and eh, we've seen this before. He comes out and he gets all crazy and everybody likes him, but he didn't win. When he turned heel, him and Kevin Owens became the best thing on Raw because they were hilarious together. Mm -hmm. They had really good heat. And so I, I always thought – I agree with you. The revolutionary thing was terrible. But he he's had this in him before. And so I think he just got an even bigger spotlight and stage to kind of show it off. I think he did a great job. He, he helped keep that Bloodline story going uh -oh. as strong as it was without a doubt. Hundred percent. I think that um, the the ability to let them flesh out the story because yes. that could have been like a quick, you know, yeah, okay, exactly. ha ha, we get it. But then you know, once the fans start buying into it, 
you can't deny it. And then yep. you've seen that pop, you know, that mm-hmm. happened at the pay-per-view. And it was just like, yeah, like you guys are writing checks right there. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> it's magical. But it's giving it time to, you know, sometimes you'll cut it short. And it's like, what was that? You know, it was just a blip on the, you know, wrestling script. But to turn it into what it is, like, that's credit to everybody involved from the bloodline to Sami Zayn to the fans to you know WWE because yeah, yeah. you, yeah. like you said because you can sit there and go okay we're only going to do this for three weeks right. and even though it's going great you cut it anyway just because we're only doing this for three right. weeks we got to be able to go oh wait a minute we can carry this for a while and then it just developed beautifully yeah that's like life I mean that's the beautiful thing about wrestling is like uh, sometimes the fans and the impact you know it, it tells its own story yeah right so yep. it's not all script it's like okay we got a right to go you know where mm-hmm. the people want it to go and where it's actually taking itself so you know that's one of the magical beautiful things kofi kingston i think oh was yeah, yeah. Great, kofi was you know one. when he made that run like nobody saw that coming nope him, nobody him and the the big daniel bryan run yeah, yeah. and that's the you thing know, they, was... they stopped that early the kofi yeah i mean obviously it's like maybe if they would have seen that through but right you know. yeah but yeah it, it's gonna be very interesting to see where these guys all end up and you know right. but it's it's been a lot of fun and uh you know but it's also interesting you know from the training side and everything you know where you know how you get to that point and you know and like i said fswa is one of the best places you can possibly do that so. yes sir yes sir yeah <laughs> if not the best place to do it it might be it, I, I believe it is man all right let's go with it, let's just <laughs> say we're, it. we just all say we're the best <laughs> all right the best Take radio show there. best training school we're ever. doing all this with joe not here yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. you know He's missing out. Somebody got to step up. (laughs) Right? (laughs) All right. Well, let's take our last break, guys. And then when we come back, uh, we're going to catch up some some good news, bad news, and some... uh, 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 No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. It's like like an Abdul the Butcher nightmare, but not not even a good one. I don't even know what to say. Stick around, everybody. We'll be right back with more on the Mark Oak Show here on KDON. Tired of the same boring food when you're out for breakfast or lunch? I'm Mark Hoke, and I have an idea for a different place to go with unique food you're sure to enjoy, and that's Unique Eats. Take some time out of your busy day and stop on in to Unique Eats, featuring celebrity chef Dominic Tedesco and his friendly staff. Whether it's a great start to your day with one of Unique Eats' amazing omelets or lunch with his incredible sandwiches, pasta, and award-winning pizzas, you'll be in for a fantastic dining experience that won't break the bank. Unique Eats also features a smoothie bar and full vegetarian menu as well. Plus, if you need catering, you can count on Unique Eats no matter what the occasion. So what are you waiting for? Get on over to Unique Eats at 3100 South Durango, Suite 100, open daily until 3 p.m. Call them at 702-992-3038 or visit uniqueeatslv.com for their full menu and catering info. Break out of the same old routine and have a great meal at Unique Eats today. 1015 FM K-Don. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas, The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. Yeah, you didn't get rid of me yet. They can't get me out of this place, guys. <laughs> Doesn't seem like you ever leave. No. <laughs> 
You produce like ten shows. You're host of five. I, I don't know what Something it is. Like man. that. I'm the MVP of Kadon. Yeah, I saw that sleeping the bag M- in the bathroom, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's you. The MJF of Kadon. Well, I, I, it, you know, but I, I really do want to give a shout out to my boss, Mark Benia, who's the program He's director. Cool guy. He works so hard, and you know, we just had the changeover where we, you know, are just on FM now, and all. A lot of stuff going on, and I got to tell you, he is fantastic. So kudos to him for keeping everybody going because without him, we got nothing. Yeah. There you go. So, um, some we'll do a little good news, bad news segment on this one. Uh, just a lot of little things happening. Uh, first, Kofi is out. You guys were talking about Kofi Kingston. Uh, Kofi on the last episode of SmackDown uh, apparently hurt his leg. He is out five weeks, which is. About the worst you could have done right around WrestleMania season. Right. That's why he got taken out of that five-way match. So Kofi Kingston looks like he is going to be missing WrestleMania. That's too bad. Yeah, that is that is a shame. Um, on a really sad note, uh, Arn Anderson announced yesterday that his son Barrett, uh, his older son, had passed away. Ouch. Oh. He's 37 years old. Oh. Uh Cause of death was not announced, but uh, apparently oh, they found man. Barrett passed away. So uh, we want to wish the best to Arn Brock and the whole family. Yeah, uh, very sad, and you, know, you never want to have to bury one of your kids. Yeah, condolences. That's, yeah, that's, that's sad sure. news right there. Yeah. So, and if you can catch him on Twitter, you know, send me rest. Uh, Jerry Lawler though keeps uh, keeps on ticking. He's back. Jerry Lawler after having that big stroke last month, he is home man. now after five weeks. So the man that had a heart attack on Monday Night Raw right. back in yeah. 2012, well, yeah. he's he's doing okay. So the king is home, That's sitting on his see. throne. Good to see his own throne. Yeah, literally. Yeah. So so good for good for the king. We want to wish him all the best as he recovers from that stroke. Uh, there was one other thing I wanted to get to before what I, the last thing I wanted to say, and I moved the window, which was just. Perfect, and that's that's really how you want to end this. <laughs> we know that we've been building this for two hours. Oh, no, um, oh, King and King Queen the Ring Ring is set for May twenty seventh. Okay, so they're going to be right. doing that on the day before Double or Nothing. So that premium live event is going to be kicking off, and also in town. By the way, in August, from August twenty eighth to the thirtieth. The 57th annual Cauliflower Alley Club reunion is going to be going on. Nice, nice. That is, if you don't know what that is, that's a charity set up for wrestlers who've fallen on hard times, you know, maybe medical bills or just, you know, rough things happening. Uh, Brian Blair is the president of the organization. They're going to be at the plaza at all sorts of great events going on there, meet and greets, banquet, the whole thing. And I have a feeling, just a hunch, that the Mark Hoke Show is going to be doing a little work with Cauliflower Alley Club. So get your membership. It's only $25 a year. It's a, you, know, you write it off. Uh, just go to caulifloweralleyclub.org, and you can uh, get in on the 57th annual Cauliflower Alley Club reunion. Yeah. So you pay for the membership and you get to go? 
Uh, you get to go that? down there, and then the, there's tickets for the banquet and all the other stuff. So you get to go down there. Yeah, you get, <laughs> and then you got to buy tickets. <laughs> yeah, just, well, I got I, I, I just go on the website and read every. There's a right. bunch of different options. I don't have time to go through it. all. Do your homework. It's a great organization, though. Definitely, I think what they're it really doing. Is. I, I've been to a couple of events, and like again, it's just good to see everybody. Good vibes out there, and then good purpose. And for the sure. Rock's mom, she's always there. Oh yeah, 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 always. Yeah, she should have spanked Rock a little bit more. Damn. <laughs> I don't know. All right. <laughs> now the rocks are. Right. Now we segue into your. <laughs> now we get into <laughs> your. Oh, man. Oh. And, and perfectly. Oh, guys, I don't even know what to say about this. So, you know, last year I kind of I kind of hammered a couple people on NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lash Legend and Indy Hartwell for that very bizarre match that they had where Indy was getting sort of dribbled between the ropes, but not really. It was just, it, it was a terrible match. Well, we, we've got a new candidate as Quincy Elliott, the super diva, was in a match with Scripps. Scripps, of course, was Reggie. You guys remember Reggie? Who, who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the 24-7 champion. Yeah, yeah, of course. The Cirque du Soleil guy. Of course. Well, Quincy had Scripps in the corner, and Quincy climbed up on the second rope, and... It was not punches. No, siree. Was there a kick to the groin? I'd rather there was. It was a man boob attack. Oh, wow. Quincy took his 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 man bags up on the front because Quincy's not a thin guy. Okay. And started bouncing them off Scripps' head. Gentlemen, man boob attack. Yay or nay? Um, I, I'm going to chime in here and, uh, it could be an effective finisher. <laughs> <laughs> I'd start crying. Is what yeah. I'd, do. I'd, I'd submit like, can't do it. Yeah. You got to use what you got. And I think, um, you know, he's an innovator, um, you know, and I'm excited to see if he continues that path. <laughs> is there, is there, was there like a concussion protocol to go through after this? I'm just curious. I yeah. Know. I don't, I, I get, it's entertainment. Like we always have to remember that. That's I had to tell myself that sometimes. That 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 is the interesting thing about professional wrestling. Like we talked is about that, Rikishi, stink face. I yeah. mean, he you know made a living with that with a move like that. Well, I, yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you, had it been he just got him in the corner and you know punched him a couple of times, we wouldn't be talking about him on exactly. the number one wrestling show, you know, in the world, the Mark Hope yep, show. Like, exactly. Here we are, we built it up for two hours of this thing. Like he's doing something right. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. So fair enough, but yes, yes. So there we talked about the characters and stories earlier. So (laughs) that's definitely not an armbar. I just right. right. Is is that in the uh, in Chris Jericho's uh, the list list of a thousand holds? Yes, sir. Armbar. Yes. Armbar. Armbar. Man boob attack. That might be the best promo (laughs) of all time. I remember watching that live. That was such a great promo. A couple commercial breaks was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And he said that he trashed Chicago teams during the commercial break to get them to start oh, booing him again. Up. So when he came back in, everybody was booing him so bad, and then he just kept going. Yeah, that's a fantastic Yeah, problem. Jericho is something else. Oh, man. yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, we got to get him on the show when they're in town. Oh, yeah. I, am, I'm, I will beg the uh, AEW staff to lock Jericho in here for a couple hours. Yeah, Jericho is uh, uh, an anomaly to the business. I didn't understand his magic until later like, yeah. and how he would reinvent, but, like, I wasn't. WCW wasn't a huge fan, but as he's evolved, and it's like, okay, yeah, no. And then listening to his podcast and just 
the man, you know, like, yeah. he's something else, man. Yeah, my friend Chad Holloway from Poker News actually got on his podcast. Oh, okay. Talking a little poker, so that was pretty cool. Happy for Chad. Does, does I assume Chris plays poker? I guess. You know, wrestlers well, I mean, I poker. guess it doesn't matter, but, but I mean. <laughs> yeah, they were paralleling the poker world to the wrestling oh, world. Gosh, gosh, that, gosh, so. gosh, okay. Yeah. So, um, Dave, I want to ask you about Mecca real quick. We've got about a minute. Yes, sir. So we've got to make sure that we promote that amazing card coming up. What's going on with FSW? March 26th. It's going down. Uh, we are live at the Silver Nugget Casino on Las Vegas Boulevard downtown. Uh, March 26th, 5 p.m. That's Sunday. That's a special start time. Mecca is one of our biggest events, if not the biggest event of the year. Um, and this one will be no different. Like We pull out all the stops, and I'd say if you are a fan – Come on down if you're interested. Come on down, but it's good time. Come have some drinks. Come get some merch, and you're going to see an amazing show, man. We will make you part of the fam. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So, you know, I was I was at the Mecca last year, and what a great card that was. And yeah. looking forward to another outstanding one there. Uh, Brian, I can give you about 30 seconds on uh, Las Vegas wrestling scene. Man, we're doing great. We just had Cutthroat Cody on LVWS Confidential on our YouTube channel last week. Uh, he had some real nice things to say about a couple of the up-and-coming young talent. We'll have the uh, the recap will be up this afternoon from Future Shock. From Friday, we'll also have the uh, Pride-style recap up either this afternoon or tomorrow. A lot of exciting things happening in Las Vegas. You had some really ugly-looking guy on that Las Vegas Wrestling Confidential. Yeah, we really two did. Weeks ago. And, and let's not <laughs> forget the, the the celebration of Mark Hoke being on the show a couple weeks ago. Yeah, like, that's that's exactly. Is what it I'm is it about. weird to you to get interviewed? To like be the guest, I'm just wondering. I've done it enough. So. Okay, but I also did another podcast, by the way. Uh, Jeff does Vegas. Mm. Uh, okay, from a guy from Calgary. Okay, who actually Ooh. interviewed me? We we reviewed WrestleMania nine because the 30th anniversary of that's coming up. Yes, it is April 4th. So I'm right now. We'll have an article on the website about that WrestleMania on April 4th. Yeah, on so, LasVegasWrestlingScene.com. So that should be up on JeffDoesVegas.com. Uh, probably in a couple of weeks. Nice. So that'll be fun. Nice. All right, boys, that'll, that'll do it. The Jim David Ross Difference. Toga. Thank you. Appreciate you coming on the show. Appreciate you. Brian Ronovich. Thanks, David. Yes, yes. sir. From uh, LasVegasWrestlingScene.com. And, of course, hey, make sure you give us a follow on Twitter. We'd certainly appreciate that, at Mark Hoke Show. Facebook, The Mark Hoke Show. YouTube channels, The Mark Hoke Show. Website, MarkHokeShow.com. And, of course, those podcasts, all out there with his interviews with Sergeant Slaughter and so many others at uh, com. And very excited, big guest next week, Bobby Fulton of the Fantastics, one of the greatest tag teams of all time, is going to be on the show. So we'll look forward to have Bobby Fulton on. But, of course, we can't do it without you guys. Thanks for listening. We certainly do appreciate it. We will see you next week on the Mark Hoke Show. Have a terrific day, Las Vegas. Oh, and go Penn State! Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today, and thanks for listening.